0: Amazing, cool. I mean, <laughs> the courts in this country, man. It's just like, I, yeah, I
1: don't yeah. know. Talk about like something like preserving democracy and all that, dude. Like that's the funny thing. Like this is, election's all about preserving democracy, and like there won't even touch the courts. Despite yeah, the they, fact, they, like, won't, the they won't nuke the filibuster
2: block. they won't pack the courts they won't expand the supreme courts and they yeah and then they want to sit here and tell us that it's again just like it was last time and the time before that it's the most important election of our entire lives yeah. democracy hangs in the balance yeah this
1: is pretty much like <laughs> we can the the do something
2: up. but you know it's gonna get stopped by the courts. so why do we even
1: bother
0: yeah, And the like- person to deliver this message Chuck Schumer on like a Tuesday morning after he's had a nice whole breakfast and he sounds like he's reading you a bedtime story. It rules. <laughs> we will gain <sighs> two suburban voters for every blue collar voter we lose. Dude, that whole thing that when he came out after the, like the the row leak where he was just like just so unbelievably uncharismatic, like put one of those, put one of those new guys. like put like who's uh, who were people like John Ossoff. People were obsessed with that guy. Put him up there. And Might at least well. make him read it. At yeah, least he I mean, it's not like it can get any worse. <laughs> I know. Put one of those like weirdos up there, like I, if I have to listen to Chuck Schumer talk, talk to me about like the sanctity of democracy one more time, I'm just going to like, just,
2: <laughs> yeah. Th- you, you, sorry. Shit. You can't tell me about the sanctity of democracy when you don't even believe in it yourself. Yeah, I like know.
1: yeah, it all comes back to it's the same thing with like Evan McMullen too, where like his entire campaign is like we have to preserve democracy. It's really important. But also at the same point, too, he's totally okay with the entire like far right wing
2: reactionary judiciary. Oh, yeah, man. again, he has the same platform as Mike Lee. He's just nicer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's like um,
2: l- yeah. a little bit less of a shithead. He put out
1: less of a uh hostile statement about Roe being overturned, okay. I guess all right that, well should I we know, I was uh, say it.
0: that that evan McMullen thing just reminded me <laughs> real quick but i and i was just i, I got myself all mad again about the whole <laughs> we're nominating evan McMullen the other day because um th- there were a bunch of primaries that took place across this country like uh what was that tuesday yep um and like people like john fetterman and summer lee won in pennsylvania um which is when madison Cawthorn also lost that night but um I was just thinking about that again. And then like uh, the majority report was doing like a live show that night that I was watching and listening to. And I called and we were talking about um, Sam Sam and I were talking about this, uh, this Utah, like what the Democratic Party here has been up to. And the example that he brought up was um, which was such a good example of like the opposite of doing this was when um charles booker in kentucky was not was was up against amy mcgrath Mm -hmm. and now charles booker is going to be running against uh rand paul actually um this fall he won his primary for the senate yeah and um the thing with with that so like that that previous one of course was against mitch mcconnell right it was amy mcgrath against mitch mcconnell and hopefully booker was hoping to take on mitch mcconnell Mm -hmm. um at the time, Sam talked about the value of being able to like build infrastructure and build those, um, and like you know build like start to build that that grassroots like, organization yeah. of people A in coalition. order to build on yeah, exactly that yeah that that, co- that coalition that you can come back to later that can, that even if you lose you can continue to improve upon like what we're doing here with Evan McMullen is exactly like what what you do when you make like an Amy McGrath decision you're essentially just saying this is our are one shot and we're just losing all of these years. When you have an opportunity to build something and build something different, like the assumption here is always that like, oh yeah, a Democrat can't lose and, or can't win. And that's probably true, but like Evan McMullen can't win either. And what we're also doing is completely like wasting time and an opportunity to speak to people about why maybe, um, a different political candidate might be, um, a good option for them and start to like build those relationships and that organizing effort to come back to. And like, for example, what Charles Booker is doing now, and I don't know if he's going in this time, but it's like, at least you're building something or planting the seeds when you're seriously just saying that, like, you know, you can't be a, like you're a Democrat here, uh, but we, we only option we're giving you is Evan McMullen because we, we simply can't win and we're just giving up on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just speaks so like it, it's 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 reflected exactly by the, the Democratic leadership here. When we think about like Ben McAdams, um, Jenny Wilson, um, who else just all, all those people who are basically leading this charge. Of nominating Evan McMullin instead, where they—I mean, these people are people who fought against like the pop, like when you, when we saw the ca- the candidates that won in the Democratic primaries here in 2016 and 2020 uh was overwhelmingly Bernie Sanders both times. And who did they try to distance, distance themselves from the most? Of course, exactly. it was Bernie Sanders. Just a complete repudiation of the of the will of the voters and like seeing what's important to them and just not giving a shit. So like. You're having It's just so disrespectful to it. <laughs> it's just like it's It uh, it's really awful.
1: is. You're having walkouts of high schools in the Salt Lake City area over Roe v. Wade yes. being overturned. Yes. And where is that energy going to go to? Yes. Because dude. you have 100%. this groundswell exactly. of anger, this righteous anger that's coming up from the ground. And your flagship candidate is a guy who Pretty much called Hillary Clinton a baby eater yes. in 2016.
0: Yeah. And said like Donald Trump isn't actually even against abortion. Like I, I am the yeah. furthest yeah.
1: right um, candidate in w- this election.
0: Guys, that same So that night that we were at that, um, that like the pro-choice rally, the anti-Supreme Court abortion overturning yeah. rally, um, we, we, uh, uh, after you guys left, we, we marched down, down to the, um the city building or the county building, I guess, and uh at at Washington Square and like a bunch of people from like PSL were were speaking and uh, and that was fine and good. Um but we like a girl grabbed the mic like toward the end of that and just basically went on this like big tirade about how we have to get Mike Lee out of office. And that was like her big thing. It's like
2: oh, Mike Lee was like and
0: I was just like how and for for who like for who is the the person that he's running against is as the exact like we're at we're we're at like a a pro choice Mm. rally here like how do we get mike like who who are you proposing we like, vote for are we going to vote
1: for the guy that like sent
0: congratulations to neil gorsuch yeah great yeah, exactly yeah. Fantastic. Just, like all of that energy there i mean i know like of course like electoralism and voting is just like such a i mean it's just one piece of this whole thing but that's like not even an option in this in this no. state like if
2: there's if there's one thing i feel like the democratic party especially here could really glean on and, and what they can, what can they they can take away from Republicans is obviously not their platform because you know sure. that's awful and evil and, and terrible and makes everybody uh, or makes everything worse. But Republicans are incredibly good at that coalition building and at playing the long game. Sure, you know, and being patient and and building things and understanding that like you know it's that approach of like eating a whale like one bite at a time, whereas it feels like. Democrats want like some sort of instant gratification, you know? It's that it's that mindset of oh, we just have to get Mike Lee out no matter what. Like while completely alienating your voter base and like, you know, shipwrecking your party. Exactly. Or it's like, like, no, so,
0: yeah. you yeah. can't, 100%. like, you can't have anything grow if you don't plant seeds. Exactly, dude. And it's like, yeah, you probably, you won't be able to beat him this time with a Democrat. That's no. totally fine. But draw, like, use this opportunity to draw those distinctions about, like, why maybe you should in, like, years from now. and Use to, that to
2: fundraise in coalition bill. It, I it mean, is
0: exactly what you're saying. It's planting seeds and they just... They refuse to do it. Refuse to.
1: It's exactly like what I talked about when I said I went to the state convention, too, where I was like, I was shocked at how old it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shocked. And you know what? That's because there's no fucking energy in the party, there's none. Everyone's given up. And this is because Republicans know how to do it. They run politics like it's a siege, like, yes, slowly and slowly, you start taking over territory and get closer to your goal. But at the same point, too, you're squeezing your enemy until they either like give up or they just completely capitulate. Like, that's the goal. It's to make you quit. Yeah. And they're really good at it. But also at the same point, too, you have this like complete like energy drain on the on the left hand side with the Democrats that just does not put up a fight at all.
2: Yeah, they're really fucking stupid. They'll just
1: roll over and show you your generals. That's it. That's it. Just like a dog. Just done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I oh. I got my I was I mean, I was thinking about our conversation with um, with Kit, Catherine and, and Jacob and like we we touched on that. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's really just, it's amazing. Like, I just wonder like why these people, you know, see themselves as Democrats or at all, but just like, just completely go against what, you know, people here, the only groundswell support for anything democratic that's like happened here at all have been like the Bernie Sanders campaigns. Like there was no, there was no, there was no ground game for the other candidates here. Like it was just these endorsements from these high-ranking Democrats they, here. They
1: literally could not have found a worse candidate.
0: I know. They literally
1: it's, cannot have. Because no matter what, you take a look at every single issue that we're faced now. Say, for example, the baby formula one. Well, guess who has been all about like cutting regulations and any sort of like uh, any sort of like regulatory program in this country for like the last 20 years? I mean, he worked for Paul Ryan, for Christ's sake. He was Paul
0: Ryan's policy director. Yeah, he had GOP policy director in his bio until like a month ago. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> just well, unbelievable, man. Yeah, let's
1: yeah. talk about healthcare too. It's like, well, he wanted to do incre- incredible, horrible things. Like, for example, let's privatize Medi- it further. Yeah, let's make Medicaid a pill, uh, just a gr- uh, block grant program so states can just deny whoever they want from it. Well, let's yeah. make Medicare a privatization thing where you just essentially get a voucher for whatever care and if hey your care just somehow manages to outpace whatever you get from us uh tough shit good luck um it's just i cannot think of how you could possibly plan to have a worse candidate in this moment (laughs) as like the flagship for your party (laughs) this is this is (sighs) like
0: how How? they they, they might honestly think that they've like come up with something brilliant to protect democracy or whatever. It's just so insulting. It, it's, I, again, it goes guy. back to that. It's that yeah. instant
2: gratification yeah. so that they can like, yeah, it's that, so that their chest out and they can do like a holier than thou thing. It's like, You know, at least we tried. We tried really hard to get Mike Lee out of office and we tried to be decent. We tried to. We
1: lost by 15 instead of 20. We tried
2: to compromise. That's all. Yeah. Which is just like, I'm sorry. I'm done with the compromising thing, man. Compromising is the same as getting cocked
0: at this point. And and it's so funny that. I'm not trying uh, to
2: compromise with like shitty fascists.
0: Yeah. And and, and like you mentioned the points thing when (laughs) Sam Cedar was talking about this. When when I when I brought that up to him, he was like, he brought up the example of how like he's from Boston, and he was talking about the how the Red Sox just for so long refused to actually you know blow things up and yes. rebuild in a way that would make them. I mean, and it's applicable to so many different sports teams, right? But it's like there there's there's a way to lose for the future. There's a way that you can lose games. Trust the now. process, baby. Yeah, rather than yeah. just. Simply maybe making it to the playoffs every, but then getting eliminated in the first round every year, like that's a good example. Ryan Smith, are you
2: fucking listening?
0: Yeah, there's a way you can uh, actually blow things up, and I, I. the Democratic Party needs to tank and blow things up in order to you gotta, like rebuild you, this. Sometimes because. you gotta especially destroy before state. you rebuild, it, man. Yeah, specifically in this state. especially. Beca- because
1: like you're you have no energy outside of like 70s to park city. That is your entire like quadrant. That's, your, that's yeah, that's it. Those 30 miles is all you have. You literally control nothing else in the state. Yep. And like, what do you do with that? What do you do? You have nothing. Because all you really think about is how, well, uh, well you know, we um, we're, we're I, I keep getting fundraising emails from the state party too, just that always just reference Roe. And I'm like, you've ran nothing but anti-abortion candidates for the last 40 exactly. years. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Is Ben McAdams even pro-choice? Ben McAdams said he was more anti-abortion
2: than Mia Love. Oh, he's fucking like He's right of like Henry, Henry Qualar, man. Yeah. yeah Great. Like, That's awesome. Like
1: like Ben McAdams is one of those people who should have been thrown out of the party a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like there if, should be litmus this tests. If the party had
1: any sort of standards in itself, he'd be gone. Yeah. You yeah.
0: have litmus You have to have litmus tests, not only for the party, but also for like the Democrat or the Progressive Caucus. Or anyway.
1: gatekeeping. R- yeah, the, yeah. Democrats thought for the longest time, like, you know what? Roe's never going to get overturned. So, you know, what? we can overlook all these,
2: these yeah, pro life exactly.
1: yeah. uh, candidates we're going to run to. But at a certain Whoops. point, it shows you have no fucking principles at all which
2: which goes to a point i brought up before but i want to bring up again where where it's like where does the democratic party go from here not just in utah but in like the grand scheme of thing because like you can't if roe gets overturned sorry but you can't extort your voters anymore by saying like you have to vote for us or the bad thing is going to happen because the bad things already happened while they own all three sections of government they yeah. they they like they, they have a majority in the House, they have a majority in the Senate, and they have the presidency, and it's still getting overturned. Because if you want to talk about playing the long game, that's exactly what Republicans did with the court, and that's why it's 6-3. It's going to be the exact same
1: thing that Republicans faced in 2006 and 2008, too, where they lost – all three branches of government by such high numbers that people thought that the Republican party was done forever. Like James Garville, like literally wrote that like book. That's like like, why Democrats will win rule for 30
2: years. Yeah.
1: But the thing about it is too, Republicans (laughs) dedicated themselves to a project they dedicated themselves to being – to s- fighting up against every little thing that they could against the Dem- – I mean the Republicans just went up against every possible thing that they could obstruct on the Democrats for. And slowly but surely, they churned out victories and by 2010, they'd taken back Congress. Yep. Yep. And, and so like, when you off. do that, when you show you're committed to a – to a actual vision for the future, not like the Republicans were. The Republicans were just like, let's be – barack obama but at the same point that's still a unifying message for them and it worked yeah i don't see that with the democrats now what do you i don't know what the democratic party's working for right now i really couldn't tell you
2: i think they're trying to lose man i really do you can't fundraise when you're winning nope
1: yeah you, you right. can't it, it's like that uh, it's like that scene from Oh Brother Where Art Thou too. it's like oh they're the reformed candidate maybe we should get some of that reform it's like we're the incumbents you idiot <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly